hello dear my name is noel umahi and you know what time it is this is the time for the hot podcast if the hot podcast is brought to you by crash Dub, and it is a 15 to 30 minute storytelling podcast where we get to converse with people and um enjoy the 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 knowledge and gain from the knowledge of experience that we've gained with them or had with them i want to say a big thank you to our last guest that's an expression of samuel williams Okposo, who came and talked about e-commerce and driving the distribution and supply chain in Nigeria. So today I have someone who is amazing and this is something that's completely different from uh, the common impact, the common roles and everything that you've been listening to on the Hub Podcast. Today we're going to talk to people that have a similar condition but they don't want to agree that this is a condition now that we're going to talk about the issue of mental health now the place of mental health for techies in the tech ecosystem so if you sat down to really think about it a lot of these guys who work remotely and who work in companies who are product designers who are product thinkers who are software engineers they go through a lot but they really don't want to reveal it they often tell you that they're trying to relieve stress through various things but they absolutely burn out now i was listening to a song by vector featuring ladipo it's called clowns and he said um ladipo said in nigeria today the price of sanity and sanitizer have increased so sanity now is a very expensive thing and i have an expert with me to discuss these things because a lot of us a lot of young people let me use that a lot of gen z's who are in the tech ecosystem and people who are much older millennials and everything uh often suffer from the issue around mental health and then they are broken and they often claim that they are okay they often tell you that oh i use music for this and i but he's going to give you the right answers and he's none other than a friend of big brother and a senior colleague he is philip dimka now he runs a social media um formats of of counseling he's going to talk more about that because I, i'm really really interested in knowing it i i saw it on social media about 10 people there was a day 10 people from my contact list on whatsapp posted what he said on mental health and i was so interested saying that we are having this mental health awareness mental health um structure mental health advocacy on social media and he's here with us on the hot podcast today to discuss with us the plays of mental health and mental health treatments mental health safety and that guaranteed mental health for you to work effectively so you need a pen and a paper because this is one man that i know who is going to give you a lot of nuggets if you know him if you know philip if philip is made out of the similitude of god and books so he has quite a number of knowledge he has a wealth of knowledge and we're going to gather from that wealth of knowledge so sir you're welcome to the hub podcast thank you very much so i i, I have one question to begin with you All know right. the whole social media thing i have not really seen you to be that social media person since you got married but then i now saw that yeah. it was a a boom you just came back there was a comeback and you now launched the whole uh, advocacy for mental health please i want you to throw like very much light on that all right uh, uh hi listeners uh, my name is philip dimka as rightly introduced and i'm, an, I'm delighted to be uh, on this podcast together with emmanuel it's an honor well i i, I think like you rightly said I have been active on social media, but uh, sometime before my wedding and even after, I, I went quiet and quite, I slowed down because that's something you need to do as an individual. You need to slow down. You need to reflect. And something about the social media is it can be addictive. You yeah. know, it can uh, hook you up. And, and so there was just need. It's, it's not really all about the social media, but there, there was this need to, to reflect and just sit back. So after a while, you know, I started uh, this year, I started last year, sorry, 
in May, I started uh, my uh, professional, you know, psych psychologist page uh, on Facebook uh, to talk about mental health, to promote mental health, to to reach out to people because uh, mental health is something that uh, is on the rise. Mental health issues are on the rise, and then people are not able to access, you know, even afford mental health care, you know. And so uh, this is just me trying to. Uh, uh, help people out there uh, with my content on social media. So, so how has it been like the process? How's the process been? How's the growth been? How's the response been from your social media pages? Uh, so I started out uh, back in May, May 27th uh, in 2022, I remember. And currently I have uh, over 9,300 followers and, wow. I'm, and I'm thankful for that. But it's not just about the following for me, but I saw a response from people. It's at it's as though uh, people found what they are looking for out there. And uh, I get messages every day before uh, we began this session. People uh, send messages to my inbox and people have questions. And so the response is, is great. The, the response is really, is really wow. And I'm thinking out of the box, how do I scale the effort? How do I scale what I'm doing, you know? Uh, to to another level but it's been great it's something that people need and this is the time for it yeah i, I love that form of exponential great and um we we're talking mental health today and my first question always about mental health is really what is mental health because i've seen a lot of people give different interpretations diverse uh, solutions diverse sayings around mental health but I, I really want to know from a professional point of view what really is mental health Okay, really, I don't want to bore you with textbook definition, but I just want to just to break it down, make yeah. it simple. Now, when you talk about mental health, people just think it's the absence of mental health issues or a mental health disorder, but that's not it. Mental health goes beyond that. So simply put, mental health is an individual's ability to manage his thoughts, feelings, you know, behavior uh, across all levels and be able to... Uh, contribute live meaningfully and contribute to everyday life at an optimal level so that your ability to be sound emotionally psychologically uh, behaviorally socially uh, and fulfill your everyday responsibilities at an optimum level now when you say optimum level what is that optimum level uh, so when uh, in our diagnosis clinically our diagnosis of mental health disorder uh, becomes significant when that the issue an individual is battling with begins to interfere with his ability to fulfill everyday life functions school home work you understand your ability to meet up with your normal daily functions when that is beginning to be impaired we say you are beginning to suffer a poor mental health issues and then we can even have clinical diagnosis when it is uh, uh, when it is critical so but when we talk about mental health, just your ability to live life well, physically, socially, psychologically, emotionally, and be balanced and be able to put things together, meet up with your goals in school, in work, you know, in life at home, then we say you have good mental health. Mm. Now, a lot of people who are involved in the tech ecosystem often battle a lot of mental health disorder. One of them is most common is the ADHD now is this because of the overwhelming presence of work or the need to meet up deadlines or 
there there is no sense of balance around work and the social life you were just talking about mm. so I, I really want to know is is it is it as a result of all this or what seemed to be the problem well uh a techies you know tech tech guys tech bros and taxis you know that's an interesting and growing industry in in the work space today yeah. and one thing that research has shown today is that uh tech uh, people in the tech industry are five times more likely to struggle with a mental health issue than the normal everyday people. And the question is why? Now, we all know that the mind of a creative person, you know, is, you know, for, for, for techies, their minds are, are kind of, they are two, you know, uh, they are create, uh, you know, they are always, you know, creative, and that's where the force of their productivity comes from. Yeah. But but there's a unique factor that predisposes uh, techies to mental health issue, and that's uh, the tendency for the tech, um, the tech uh, kind of work to isolate the individual from social contact and social relationships. Before because for most techies, they spend long periods of time alone in the room. On their system and so they are mostly isolated with the normal everyday activities that gives you know that gives uh beauty that gives vitality to the human being and so that's why they are more predisposed to mental health conditions like anxiety disorders is kind of high for yeah. techies you know and all sort of emotional disorders so i think the predisposing factor is not it's it's the work nature that sort of isolates them from and and sucks them into their system and they spend long hours trying to meet you know a coding you know a target or a programming target or whatever it is and so uh they end up what being sucked in that environment and they are unable to experience you know the vitality that comes with doing simple functional everyday you know outdoor relationships so basically that's where the challenge uh, the mental health challenge with techies begins so they should from. go out more they should interact more yes techies should be able to structure their work know when you, you have to put give a put a have a structure for your work everyday work uh, and uh, know when you're supposed to work have time for play have time for fun have time for breaks, have time to connect with nature, have time to do simple everyday tasks, you know, have time to just do something away from your computer and programming and coding or whatever tech job. So you need to enhance other aspects of your or of your, your daily life and that will bring a balance uh, to, to your mental health as now, a techie. One way, this, um, tech guys, I know I'm, I'm going to shake their table right now. Yeah. They are going to hate me for this because <laughs> I've, I've interacted with a lot of them. Yeah. So one way a lot of these guys often communicate is that they, they, they tell you that I have a copy mechanism. Okay, I have a yeah. copy mechanism. I listen to music. I post memes. A lot of them post memes. If you go on social media, they're always dropping memes and yeah. everything. Is this very healthy or do they need to talk to a, a, a professional about their mental health? Now, talking about coping mechanisms, there are positive coping mechanisms, there okay. are negative coping mechanisms. So, some coping mechanisms just help you avoid, 
you know the anxiety that comes uh, that builds up as a result of your inability to meet up to have a balanced you know uh, mental health so uh, like posting memes or spending time on social media uh, you know and online and others all of these are what negative coping mechanisms that have short-term effects for helping the techie to alleviate the stress the build-up of stress that arises from what from their time online so you need to step out of if you're a techie if you spend lots of hours on the computer you need to find a hobby that is outside totally outside from your domain of work outside phone outside computers do something garden you know uh walk in nature go swim you know learn a skill do something apart so you need to find a healthy coping mechanism that helps you rejuvenate rather than distracts you temporarily from uh your work okay now we have a lot of people that are gen z's and these people are in the tech ecosystem yeah and it's quite funny because they have a lot of issues with no you've you've, you've given a solution but one issue i've always no- noted amongst gen z tech yeah. uh, guys is that they ghost a lot now mm-hmm. this ghosting thing they could just disappear for a minute and they'll tell you this is a stealth mode a stealth mode and i i often question would you really have to ghost and this comes in line with the concept of i've heard always seen people say talk to someone talk to someone talk to someone do you think there is that need to have a form of build builder trust or build trust between techies and humanity for them to be able to talk to someone and not just ghost completely so um you're right techies usually adopt you know uh, the response of just ghosting yeah. or just going quiet or silent and uh so there's a difference between uh being alone and isolating yourself i, I want to know every human being needs to learn to be alone to be by themselves let me use the word being by yourself and isolating yourself every human being need an alone time where you you reflect, you meditate, you know, you think, you know, you think, and then you you journal, you write, and all of that. But uh, tech is most likely adopt isolation. The isolation is a kind of coping mechanism uh, that pulls you away. Uh, when when we are anxious, uh, we we are likely to respond in basically three ways: we either fight, or we take a flight, or we freeze. So. Uh, isolation or the you know the the disappearing mode is is kind of the the flee response where an individuals rather run away from connection uh, they rather pull away and run away than face the issue and talk about their real issues and that's why i i want to encourage i want to t- emphasize the fact that we are relational beings mm-hmm. we are created to reinteract to relate when countless psychological researches have shown where people or animals are isolated for prolonged period of time it has adverse negative effects on them and so it is important that the techies create a balance between because your your work time is already isolating you so what you want to do outside work is to come back to social interaction so you each techie need to find one person in their life they trust that they can build a healthy relationship with such a person that they can 
they can just pour out their heart we talk about issues talk about challenges you know and and so that they can be liked rather so, than pull away so, so they should not be hard guys no don't be hard guy in the in the in the in the long run it's it's uh it, it's it, it puts you at a disadvantage you know over a period of time so don't be a hard guy find someone you can talk to don't run away so if you see people withdrawing for long extended period of time there are issues they're struggling no one was created to be in isolation so i have this story mm. all right a friend told me uh he he said that he finds it so hard as a tech person to trust people because anytime he trusts someone and he shares an idea or get to share a life issue with mm-hmm. with someone he that's same thing he shares is it a used against him absolutely how yes. it's going it, it, it's it's going to really derail him or betray him mm-hmm. so for situations like this now in preferring solutions because right now we are preferring solutions for tech people yeah uh how would you really really advise th- this kind of person to really work on it as a professional that you are mm-hmm. so people have been failed over and over again and if you if you if you talk to people like that you find out that it's rooted in their childhood it began from home from family perhaps where they are unable to trust their parents or significant caregivers because they were failed over and over and over again so they stopped trusting so growing up into adulthood those people important people in their life continue to what to fail them and so the response the normal response would be what to withdraw to okay. refrain why should i share uh yeah. you know my issues when it's used against me or over and over again people have failed me but you see that's the that's the downsides of speaking to the wrong people my advice to take is will be get a professional you know unfortunately where people that don't value therapy get speak to a professional reach out to a professional why because professional mental health uh practitioners like psychologists like myself we are trained to uphold confidentiality we're trained to be non-judgmental we're trained to receive you as you are and to be able to hear you and help you onboarding and process your feelings and grow so so you people are not trained to give prayer prayer bulletin no we are not trained to give prayer so bulletin. therapists who give s- ter- <laughs> prayer bulletin how do you rectify <laughs> that because we've seen instances where we when you get to hear a therapist say ah your case don't pass my power just go try go absolutely so, you, need, you need to find the right therapist we we don't we are not trained to give prayer bulletins okay. uh we are and trained flyers no not okay. at all we're trained to work with the individual to find to understand what they are going through and to find the best way to process and to help them out of their issue and let me shock you the solution is always with the person mm-hmm. i'm not an advisor a psychologist doesn't give you advice so what's good or bad advice you don't give any we don't we ah. help you find the solution it it works like magic wow. so to take to the tech is get a professional reach out to a professional you can reliably work with don't if your friends keep failing you know there are professionals that are trained to do your job rightly reach out to them hmm. yeah. now last year uh, yeah. we experienced something in the tech ecosystem in nigeria where a particular company had their ceo had to step down on accounts of emotional abuse mm, where yeah. he emotionally abused the mental health of his workers so how do people break free from such instances or environments that are toxic to their mental health and uh, that would definitely derail them at the long run oh that's that's a very difficult one because uh to the way our society is set of people are trying to survive people are trying to meet up with uh 
you know everyday life and yeah. so when they have job they are work they are guarding their job with all they're they are passionate about their job, job they security. don't want to lose job security that's it thank you they don't want to lose their jobs so it's difficult so they take anything that comes to them and i think that's one thing that the mental health uh, uh bill mental health act 2022 in here in nigeria was meant is meant to correct but i think that um you you are not your job that's the first thing i'll say you are not your job because if you break down today your boss is going to find a an excellent replacement for you so the first thing that people need to know is that they need to find a place that supports their mental health if it does not support your mental health communicate it to the management there's always channel for each organization if you are on a or if you communicate it and you're not heard find somewhere else prioritize your mental health because it is key because your productivity your life satisfaction is anchored upon your mental health so what are you doing in a place that doesn't support your mental health it's not workable so my solution is number one communicate it mm. if you're heard good if you're not heard please prioritize your mental health and find somewhere that supports your growth that would be my my advice wow so to everyone out there yeah said it now you 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 went one step ahead of me oh, i was sorry. coming to that <laughs> and that is on the nigerian mental health um, bill and act that that after two failed attempts you know the first one was supposed to go out in 2003 yeah it failed then in 2013 the next failed yes. and now president Bari now has put it up in, in january this year he has signed into it and everything now just like many bills and acts in nigeria we've seen and a lot of people are very quick to adopt it do you think this one this particular one is something that is really going to last long in this country to be honest with you you don't have faith in it i'm, I'm a psychologist but to be honest with you passing a bill the mental health bill in nigeria is one thing implementation is entirely another thing like i'm not to be honest i'm not so excited about the mental health bill that was passed i have my reasons please i need your reasons right. i believe in you need your reasons <laughs> there are, there are many reasons to that but it's just, a it's a step just forward give me two. well number one because i kind of feel that the bill is not is not very very comprehensive maybe because i, I was trained as a clinical i'm a trained clinical psychologist basically and according to the bill there's a mental health assessment committee yeah there's a psych there's a psychiatrist there are other professions but there's no clinical psychologist on the mental health assessment committee and there's no mental health intervention service delivery that is complete without a clinical psychologist for one that's one of my reasons for two uh, secondly sorry uh, well it took so many years but two, 20 years it, it took so many years 20 like, years and it's a step forward but the issue why i'm not excited is because implementation in nigeria is a struggle it's a real struggle so the work is not done mental health professionals across all level must ensure that this bill is implemented at the federal level the state level and the local level that's only when my excitement will begin because it needs to be implemented before we can see the dividend of of of, of this mental health bill. and one just to add one more reason why i am not excited about it because i am wondering how would this 
mental health bill supports the inclusion of mental health care in the uh, insurance first of all in the national health insurance scheme would it cover that with people because mental health care is expensive one very, of the reasons besides very. The, uh, the stigma the second reason why people don't go out is the costs is the cost like drug rehabilitation is expensive i i saw a post where someone said eighty thousand for a therapy session like if i have it at eighty thousand, will i need to go for therapy you understand because they feel that money answers it all in just how much is the cheapest therapy session in just is like five thousand naira. but people per still pa, pa, per session and one session is is 50 minutes to an hour at most one hour so if i want to go extensive that's 10k yeah you understand and people are still what complaining yeah you understand so uh so there's there's more to do in this regard there, there's a lot more to do there's a lot more and yeah. you, I, I love the fact that you you are really outlining the price range for all these things because yeah. sometimes a lot of people don't really know and ignorance is one thing that is really killing us around these this corners and to be honest with you some of us have done it why way cheaper than that why in order to support those who need the services so if i should call for therapy now you give me therapy and some of us have done it for free over a p- long period of time to support those who cannot Can afford it. Uh, well, you're, you're, a, you're a big <laughs> man, sir. <laughs> we, 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 we evaluate you before <laughs> we know whether it will be for free. Like you, you're a big man, so we'll charge you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this off camera. No, so, no uh, I, I need you to, you know, share your what's your social media handle um for your page and then, right. uh, lastly your last words uh, in regards to the subject matter of today so which one first uh, let's let's start with your social media so okay so my go. social media handle so guys i need you to follow me on my most active pages facebook but i also have twitter and instagram handle so my page handle is at psych feedings that's psych p s y c h then p h i d i m s at psych feedings that's psychologist feedings feedings yeah. is philip dimka yeah so uh you'll find me on facebook on instagram on on twitter, twitter. at psych feedings but my most active uh, page right now i'm growing my facebook page and so i'd like you to follow me there and you can reach out to me and i dish out a lot of content as regards all issues surrounding mental health yeah so your last words well your mental health is key prioritize i always say this prioritize your mental health because your life satisfaction your joy your productivity all of these things are hinged upon it if your mental health breaks down it deteriorates you have no way to enjoy life meaningfully so prioritize your mental health make time for yourself play explore nature find a hobby do something out of your job that gives you sense of vitality and living so that would be my last one thank you very much and uh, to all the tech bros and non-tech bros i like today we're not telling you you know the code but you don't have to code but we're, we're giving you the code <laughs> actually right. uh, prioritize your mental health my name is noel umahi uh, do well to follow us on all social media platforms at crash tub and do well to visit the website www.crashtub.com and remember to give this podcast a five-star rating 
across all platforms you, you could hear us from that's i'm talking on anchor on spotify on google podcast on cast radio on radio republic on stitcher and, and lots more you're coming to a platform that you are familiar with very very soon so this is all saying bye for now protect your mental health and see you next time on the podcast god bless you thank you for listening to the hub podcast do well to follow us on all social media handles at crest hub Remember to visit our website at www.cresthub.com and would you love to write to the host? Send an email to newell.cresthub at gmail.com